Welcome to the Crossview Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy the message this morning. For more information, visit us at mycrossview.com. Well, good morning, Crossview Church. Welcome to another week of Church Online. Uh, I I pray that uh, more and more of you are able to engage with us in this way. I know it's a little bit different, but uh, God still works. He can still move in our hearts and our minds and and speak to us in deep and meaningful ways. Uh, Each week, we're going to continue to encourage you to engage online with us, whether that's in the Facebook comments on Facebook Live or whether that's on our website, there's a chat section that you can uh, engage and interact with uh, everyone who's watching. There's a, a place to request prayer. Uh, Pastor Holly and I will be on there uh, to interact with you. And so we just really want to encourage you to, uh, to participate in those ways. Uh, in the notes section on our website, there's some questions for discussion and you can begin right away just by talking about those things as we go along. And uh, yeah, we just want this to be kind of an interactive kind of discussion, not just a teaching, but a way for us to engage together online. That's one of the benefits of doing this online together, as well as you can be drinking coffee in your pajamas, wearing your slippers. Oh man, that's just how Jesus moves, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, what's fascinating is uh, I had planned on going a really different direction this week, but as I was praying, uh, God spoke to me uh, from a very particular passage uh, of scripture, and it's going to connect really well to what we talked about last week. Last week, uh, I, uh, I, I spoke about a passage from John 14 uh, about Jesus, um, what he tells us about how he gives us his peace. He gives us his peace and he tells us not to be afraid, tells us not to be discouraged, but to take heart. And so I want to follow that up uh, today uh, with another passage that talks about where Jesus uh, uh, teaches on or, or mentions uh, what peace looks like. And it it's a, comes from a situation in John chapter 20, and it's a situation where we might relate with it in a very uh, specific way. This comes after, the res- after Jesus' crucifixion and after his resurrection. One of the things that we know that's happening for his disciples, those who follow Jesus, is that life is really uncertain. They're actually quite afraid. They don't know what's going to happen for them. Uh, They don't know since Jesus has been arrested and he's been crucified. One of the things that they're afraid of is they're afraid of the Jewish uh, leaders, the Jewish authorities. They're afraid that they'll uh, be arrested. Uh, That's often what happens uh, when in this time and in this culture, when, when uh, either the Roman authorities or the Jewish authorities put down what they think is just a normal revolt, they, they take care of the leader and then they go after the followers. And so we find the disciples after Jesus' crucifixion uh, afraid. They're hiding. <laughs> they're uncertain. And while we know that they're kind of hiding, I want you to pay attention to what this passage says because even as you're listening to these words right now, we are in a very similar situation, but for very different reasons. So we find this passage in John chapter 20, and it starts in in verse 19, and it reads like this. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Right there, we just kind of mentioned that, but they're afraid of what's happening. But pay attention, they're behind closed doors. They're isolated. 
they're uh, alone. Maybe they're, they're gathered together um, with themselves, maybe a few others. But many of us find, us find ourselves in the very same way, don't we? Where we are isolated. We are in our homes, maybe with our families. Maybe we have a little bit of contact, whether it's a, a phone call or text message or a video conference with someone, but we're afraid. We're uncertain uh, and we're alone. We're behind closed doors. And so we can relate very well with what the disciples might be experiencing right now. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, it says, Jesus was standing there among them. Jesus appeared. Jesus came into those moments when they were afraid, when they were alone, when they were isolated. It says, suddenly Jesus appeared. Now, I just want to encourage you and to remind you that no matter what it is that you're feeling around the uh, coronavirus, no matter uh, what it is that you're feeling, a number of us have been at home now for a week or more. We may be feeling very isolated. We're uncertain. We may be afraid. We may be grieving the loss of gathering together, whether that's on a Sunday morning or even with your coworkers, with extended family. I know there's people that have missed birthdays and and uh, other kinds of really special moments because uh, we have been at home uh, trying to flatten the curve. But pay attention to what the, what the passage says here. It says that suddenly Jesus was in their midst. And I just want to remind you that Jesus is with you. No matter how it feels, no matter how isolated you feel or afraid or uncertain, if you're grieving the loss of uh, your church family or family in general, Jesus is with you. Those are such comforting words. Jesus was, is with us just like he was with his disciples. And it says, suddenly Jesus was standing there among them. And then listen to these words. This is what connects us with last week. It says, peace be with you, he said. Jesus said, peace be with you. And this follows the teaching that we uh, looked at last week in John chapter 14. Jesus had already told them that he's going to give them, the disciples, his type of peace. It's not a normal peace. It's not like a, a normal farewell greeting. He says, I, I don't give to you as the world gives, but mine is different. And so he's reminding them here, even in the midst of their uh, uncertainty, in, in the midst of them being afraid, he says, peace be with you. And I wonder if for the disciples, uh, it reminded them of that teaching at the Last Supper when Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Now, let me explain what that means a little bit. And we looked at that last week. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. And it says that they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Did you know that you can, in the presence of God, even in the midst of where we are right now, experience the peace and the joy of God? And in part, it's because we recognize what Christ has done for us. We are a few weeks away from celebrating Easter. Easter is going to look a little bit different for us. It's going to be online for us. But in a couple of weeks, we're going to uh, call us to action just as Jesus took action for all of us. Jesus reminds them, he says, do you remember what I said right before I was headed off to my own execution? He said, my peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. And then he went off to the cross. Jesus takes loving action for the sake of you and me and for the whole world. And here, Jesus reminds the disciples who are afraid and isolated exactly what he's done for them. 
So I pray as you're watching this, that the Spirit will speak deeply to you, that God will remind you that you are not alone, that he has acted powerfully on your behalf, that there is reason to hope, there is reason to experience joy, there is reason to think about those around us. God took that loving action on our behalf, and he reminds his disciples, and he reminds us here today as well. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side, and they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And then he said again, and I love this, Jesus said, it says, again he said, peace be with you. Now, I just want to remind you about a little, a little bit about how scripture works. If Jesus says something once, you need to pay attention to it because what Jesus teaches us, he teaches us about his way. He teaches us how to live. He teaches us how to orient our heart and our minds. And so he tells them right away when he appears suddenly, my peace or peace be with you. If he says it once, pay attention. If he says it twice, it's emphasized. Essentially, it's, uh, it's like one of those things where when the professor says, this will be on the test, so pay close attention. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like what's happening here in Scripture. Jesus says at once, peace be with you. And then he repeats it. He's really serious about his peace, our trusting him and his way. Essentially, he has just shown himself to the disciples after the resurrection. And he's saying, see, do you see what the plan was? I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. You can trust in my good way. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. In fact, peace be with you. My prayer right now as you're hearing these words, wherever you're at, at home or with your family, that you are experiencing the peace of the Holy Spirit speaking to you, knowing that Jesus, knowing what Jesus has done for us. He said, again, he says to them, my peace be with you. And then he says these fascinating words, which are really key for us here today. He says, my peace be with you as the Father has sent me. So I am sending you. And then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. You know, I've talked with a lot of pastors. Uh, there's been a lot of things written uh, about what's happening right now. The res responsibility that the church has, uh, a really unique opportunity to be a voice of, of comfort, to be a voice of peace, and to take action for those around us. I know you've, you've been hearing me say this for a couple of weeks now, <laughs> that we should be taking loving action, that we should have eyes to see others around us. But what's, what, we have a unique opportunity to shift our focus uh, to take loving action for those around us. Jesus said to his disciples, uh, he said, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Over the next couple of weeks, my prayer for you is that as we, as, as we continue to be kind of hunkered in our homes, that the Spirit might be asking you to be creative, might be, asking, uh, we might be asking you to come up with some ideas about what does it look like for us to take an opportunity to talk to someone, to send a message, to call, to reach out. There are a lot of people who are afraid, who are uncertain, and who are willing to have significant conversations that they might not otherwise be willing to have. 
issues of, of what's going to happen. I don't know what's ahead. Even uh, asking questions about purpose of life. Uh, things of, of uh, Normal things of people's identities are being stripped away, whether that's um, a, a, a social circle, whether that's a place that they go often, whether that's a job. Now people are at home and asking deep questions about their life and really uncertain. People are facing even the idea of death and open to these conversations. And I hope you're hearing me. We are weeks away from Easter. Easter is one of those times where the church needs to be really good at celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have the answer. We have the hope. We can be filled with peace. We can be filled with joy. And so while we can't gather together, you know what does unite us together? The Spirit of God. And you know what God asks us to do? To be His hands and feet. So if you're hearing my words, if you're part of Crossview Church, if you're part of, of, of the family of Jesus, wherever you are, be prayerful today. Talk with your kids. Talk with your spouse. Talk together about what can we do to take advantage of this very unique opportunity to be sent out into places we might not normally have the opportunity to speak into. What an incredible opportunity. I just want to encourage you today to spend some time in prayer. Let me read this passage again for us as we, as we end our time. I know this is a bit uh, shorter of a message, uh, but it's a very important one. And so I just want to call us to this kind of action. John 20, 19 uh, through 22. That evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. You see, one of the things that, that God does for us is he provides for us the Holy Spirit. He provides for us uh, the, the, what we need uh, to follow in faith, to respond in faith, to give us those courage, to be able, that courage to be able to step out. He gives us what we need to discern the will of God. He gives us what we need. He invites us into this loving and ongoing relationship. Last week, we asked the question, what, what is there, are there areas of your life um, that, that where fear still rules your heart, where you've not completely trusted God. And we understand that uh, peace does not mean that we're, we have no problems. It means that in the midst of our suffering and in the midst of the problems that we face, God is with us and empowering us through the Holy Spirit. And so he's doing the same for us here, now, and today. So while you're behind doors, if you're stuck at home for some time, uh, know that Jesus is with you, that you can be filled with his peace. Take comfort in that. <laughs> uh, reach out and, and, and be the hands and feet of Jesus to someone, whether that's a spouse, your kids, a neighbor, a loved one who might be alone. Uh, maybe, maybe you have a, a grandpa or a grandma who's isolated somewhere. Maybe they're sick and you're concerned. Let's take loving action. Maybe you have a neighbor who's in need of some groceries. Uh, let's, let's take loving action. 
being empowered by God through the Holy Spirit to be sent by him. We have a unique opportunity in this moment, in these days, and I want to encourage us to take full advantage of that. I'm going to pray in a moment, but I just want to encourage you uh, as you're uh, going throughout this week to stay engaged, to stay connected as much as possible. Uh, if you go to our website, cross, mycrossview.com, there's a number of ways that you can stay connected. You can uh, join one of our YouVersion Bible studies. Uh, you can ask for prayer. You can schedule, uh, you can ask to have a, a conference call with me or Pastor Holly. Uh, you can participate in our pen pals where we're trying to write letters to each other. Uh, there's a number of ways that you can get involved. We're going to try to do our best to call every person in the church uh, it, over these next several weeks, multiple times, probably about once a week. We're going to try to get a hold of you, and we're going to ask you how you're doing. Or is there something that you need, and, and how can we pray? We want to stay connected, and we want to stay energized for this moment. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, but let the Lord speak to your heart in deep and meaningful ways. And let's take loving action. One last thing I want to say. Next week, uh, we're going to try to take communion together as a church family. And so here's how that is going to work. Uh, it's, you need to go to the store and you need to get the elements for communion. Whether that's some grape juice or some bread or some crackers, um, gather those things that you will need for communion. And then next week, I'm going to do my best in this format to lead us through taking communion together. So I want to encourage you to be ready for that, to be prayerful, to be uh, expectant of that. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different, but it is still a good thing for us to do as followers of Jesus Christ. So we're going to take communion together next week. And we're going to look excitedly uh, forward to the next couple of weeks as we get closer to Easter. And as we celebrate what Jesus showed his disciples that he had done for them in the passage we looked at in John 20. Where he showed them his hands, he showed them his side, he showed them the wounds. And that means life for us. God bless. Have a great week. Stay connected. See you soon.